And right now, since we're on a road to WrestleMania, I think this would be the perfect place to start with fantasy booking. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are back at it again with another one. We are the three not so wise men talking wrestling podcast, soon to be rebranded as the one. I shouldn't flick you off, but two, <laughs> three count. But we are here with another podcast for you all. Before we get started, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment. Don't remember the words together, put them together in sentences. It's okay. Keep going because we are a one play game type of people. All right. All right. Again. Leave a comment. Let us know. We're going to remind you somewhere in between or at the end of the video. Mm-hmm. But how are my brothers doing today? Doing good. Doing doing very good. Who's been a lot of work? How about you, Chris? Oh, yeah. It's Hogwarts Day, baby. <laughs> I can't wait. Maybe oh, yeah. Game. You getting on that tonight. Check oh, out. Yeah. Check, check out, out the stream. I got a surprise. Yeah, it's KO underscore King. Chaos underscore King 245. Yeah, I hope Twitch, that baby. you kill everybody on that game. <laughs> you yeah. see my wife, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's murdering <laughs> everybody already. And I'm like, oh my god, baby, please, please. But yeah, but it's gonna be fun. We are here to talk about what has been going on in the world of wrestling. Um, we've had well, basically, we've had some pretty good, uh, you know. Wrestling going on. I wasn't able to watch a lot of it, but Friday they set up something. They did. Mm-hmm. They set up Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns. Ah, for the Elimination mm-hmm. Chamber. Woo! For the title. <clears throat> yeah, I got I got something for that, but stay in there. Just staying on SmackDown because I don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah. That. That whole build up because we was looking at Roman trying to find Jay all night, all night, <laughs> all Ooh. night. It was like, okay, so we don't, we really don't know what's going on with Jay. Like, this is supposed to give us some answers, and it's like, oh shit, what's really going on, right? All for him to send. Send Jimmy and Solo to the to the truck to eat some steak and shrimp and all of that to come out and handle business. Man, that promo. The the man, you touch. I'm telling man. you, man. <laughs> You're on a different level. You broke up my family. So now I'm gonna have to embarrass you in front of yours. Woo! <laughs> your wife, your kids, your grandma. I was like, oh my God, Roman, please. He is on it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All that just to get knocked in the back of the head by Sammy. And he was ready for it. He he came out. That pop like a was a firecracker. And yeah. he was beating him. Like, uh, 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 uh. And then Sammy, I mean, Jimmy and fucking Solo. Came and start whooping his ass. But no, the pop that he got when he said, "I don't didn't want anything from you, but now I want 
the WWE Universal Galaxy United yes. Champion of this universe championship. <laughs> yeah, I know I got it wrong, but yeah, that because that was that yes, you was right because that was a highly emotional moment because he when he came out, it was just really like Roman. I never wanted anything from you. Ooh, that was like the most heartbreaking, honest thing because he was just like, bro, done. But now, who? I want everything. I want everything. <laughs> and then the ass whooping happened. Yeah. And Roman was, Roman walked back with that little smug smile on his face. I came in. This is what you want. Give it to you. He was beating, had Sammy in the corner. Just yeah. and, uh, that ass shot. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, he just stopped solo mid uh mid run. It was like somebody about to come out, right? Nope. Mm, nope. Nobody. Because I don't think Kevin Owens has even been on the uh on Raw since the Royal Rumble. Yeah, no. Nope. So, nope. like, I honestly, because it's also weird because the Usos have a tag team title match on Friday. Yeah. Against the Flipping Monsters, or at least that's what I'm naming them. I wanted Imperium to win, but. Uh... Yeah, it's not happening. And it's, it's like, <clears throat> I would rather Imperium win because it's like, yo, Braun Strowman is just kind of too big. So how are you going to make him lose? Obviously, it's going to be Ricochet going to be the one that takes the pin. Unless yeah. they lose by disqualification. Which then that would just be lazy. Yeah. But, True. We still even know if Jay's showing up on Friday. Exactly. That's why I'm thinking it's going to be um, Jimmy and Solo. Yeah. And they, they already set the precedence that somebody can come in and fill in for them when they allow Sammy to do it. So and yeah. judge um yeah. did get something wrong the last pod. So the only person that's not allowed into Canada is Jimmy. Jay is allowed. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I was I was telling you that it was just it was just Jimmy. But they but Jimmy was but Jay was with Jimmy when it happened, so he yep. couldn't go. So, but yeah, it was just Jimmy. Oh, and also getting back to last week, I, I remember I said there was something that I wanted to say, mm-hmm. but uh, the wrestling gods are definitely in favor of Triple H because the number one pick for for um the person to win the Royal Rumble wasn't Cody. They definitely was going to put it on the rock. That was the number one. And he couldn't make it. And I think there was a conversation about getting Stone Cold in there. But they was like, the this story is happening the way that it's happening. So yeah. we just going to we gonna let Cody win it. So the wrestling guys was definitely shining over on Triple H on that well, decision. Like all of the wrestling world has been saying, The Rock will show up everywhere besides WWE to acknowledge mm-hmm. tribal sheets. Yeah. Finger. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I just had to get that out because that's what I wanted. And I couldn't remember it. And I saw The Rock someplace that wasn't nowhere near WrestleMania. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Hugging yeah. the damn. Right. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, Sami Zayn, real quick, there is word within the WWE that they do not see Sami Zayn as like the top guy. Hey, okay. Um, One of the things that has been said is that he, yeah, they kind of don't see him as the top guy, but not because they don't see his star quality, but because they feel like he doesn't have to be because he's great where he's at. Like, he's honestly, he's, he's probably the people's champ now. He ain't yeah. got to win a championship, but he is always going to come out like uh, what culture said it. He is the overlooked champion. He is the person that is a champion in every sense of the word. He just don't have the belt on him. So he doesn't have to really be the person to hold it. But if he gets no. it. In NXT, they always pushed him as the ultimate underdog. Mm-hmm. That's how, like, I still technically feel them seeing him is just he will always be the forever underdog. Yeah. But and he will always be behind him. Because at yeah. the end of the day, he, a lot of, it has been said that a lot of people at first, when they meet Sammy, they don't like him. But it's only because he's so invested into the craft and yeah. he's so meticulous with like his character and everything that it becomes slightly a burden. Yeah, and then he ha- also has no filter. Uh, Dak, yeah. Dak shared a story about when he first met him and um, he was like, they put on a good match, but they didn't really like talk. They should, yeah. they got on the road. They was trying, they was getting into NXT. They got signed at the exact same time. They was having dinner, I think was at the Cracker Barrel and he was like, Sammy has said, do you know who I'm surprised actually made it into NXT? <laughs> and then he looked directly at Dex and said, you. <laughs> and just kept a straight face. He wasn't even being funny. He was just, he, this is, this is not, this is not a sport to him. This is his life. So he ain't going to hold back. He's, he's going to treat it as serious as he has been treating it. And and when you first meet them, that may come off as mm-hmm. arrogance, yeah. But he's probably the proper gatekeeper in this. Cause if you if you get over with him, if you if you convince him, then you know you got something good. Mm-hmm. No, it's kind of like when Undertaker uh in his entrance. He said the longer his interest, he knew that it was going to be a horrible match, so he'll milk it all for the longest. <laughs> so when y'all go back and start looking at some of his uh, wrestling matches and you time how long he's been walking down towards the entrance, he felt like it was going to be a bad match. So, But then the other thing about Sammy is just like, he's just like the man behind uh, Chris's shoulder, Cody Rhodes, where <laughs> you can give him whatever character you want, he's not only going to knock it out the water, but he's going to put everything into it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So. I've seen people comparing him to like a modern day, like Mick Foley. 
Yeah. Yeah. I can I could definitely see that. Yeah. He is he is one of those people that always is overlooked, probably the most underrated. Honestly, he is the most underrated uh wrestler out right now. Um, even with him getting his due today, uh being as over as he is, this is something that when I came back into wrestling. I saw this guy and was like, holy shit, this guy is amazing. So and it's crazy because he's going to get his first WWE title shot in the place where he first debuted on the Monday Night Raw against John Cena. John Cena. Mm-hmm. And he separated his shoulder. Mm. Yep. In his entrance. Yeah. Oh. No. Like when he was still put on the match, yeah, <laughs> separated his shoulder, but he still went on to put on a good match. Yeah. But, what else happened on SmackDown? Um, the Banger Bros are going to be fighting against uh, Viking Raiders. Viking Raiders, which I believe is going to lead into Sheamus versus Drew at WrestleMania, or. Maybe a triple threat like triple threat with Gunther, yeah, yeah. Um, what was happening? Nothing important, really. Yeah, Braun Braun and Ricochet versus Imperium. Yeah, we both, all three of us, actually said that Imperium should have won, but yeah, each his own. But I mean, SmackDown was it was good. Yeah, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Raw was all right too. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, I only watched uh stuff from Twitter and from YouTube, so I'm going to send this to the correspondent who watched it live, Chris Hines. Yeah. Uh, so mostly the well, let's guess we we'll start with uh. Who started the uh, show? Was it Edge and Beth? Did I start the show? It might have. Yeah, I think it did. Then Judgment Day came out. Then Street Profits came out, and yeah, because then we got Damian Priest versus uh, Angelo Dawkins, which was a very good match. Angelo Dawkins putting in that work, but Priest won. So Priest going to the Elimination Chamber. Um, uh, is uh, Finn Balor and Mommy, because I can't remember her name right now, um, facing Edge <laughs> and Rhea Ripley at the Elimination Chamber. Yep, it's gonna be Finn Balor and uh, Rhea Ripley versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Okay, yep, I'm sure Dom will be there first, too. I was like, that's definitely a good WrestleMania match, but then what I realized is there all these WrestleMania like thoughts that we thought matches yeah. that we thought. They're putting it on the elimination chamber. Yeah, they happened a little earlier than we expected. <laughs> like yeah. once uh Rhea Ripley won the Royal Rumble, I was like, okay, I get it. But the Brock thing is what really kind of is grinding my gears. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> but see um the glam slam on Dom. Oh, yeah. On Dom. <laughs> and I was just like, he took that pretty well. 
Yeah, yeah. Stop getting his uh, getting his bumps in. He's still annoying, it's, but uh, <laughs> it's always good to see uh Beth Phoenix because, granted, when she was wrestling full time, she wasn't my favorite. I always respected her. She wasn't my favorite, but yeah. like her when her and Edge come together, just like they did against Miz and Maurice, it's always going to be a good match. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting that. She's pretty good. But, um, uh, what else happened? Well, it's kind of. I guess we can talk about this next week, but it's like you don't want Rhea Ripley to lose on her way to face Charlotte, but you don't want Edge and him to lose by the way that the last man standing or the I quit match ended. Right. So yeah, kind of booked themselves in the corner on this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I well, no, I wouldn't even want Finn Balor to eat the pen. <laughs> They're trying to build him up too. So I don't know. Yeah, they're gonna have to figure that one out. They'll figure it out. Uh so what do we have after that? We had Brock Lesnar. He came out with a <laughs> with a contract. I didn't see his promo, but I saw when he F five to Bobby. And I was just like, man. I wish he would stop f fiving Bobby. <laughs> oh, don't worry, he did it twice. <laughs> no, I saw it. They're really doing this on Black History Month. I don't care. Hey. Oh, another thing that happened was the the hurt business. Well, yeah, I saw the, the background of the uh, Baron Corman and JBL skit. Yeah, thank God that's over with. Because oh my God, how are you gonna be called a wrestling god and he just lose every match? <laughs> I'm surprised JBL had cut him sooner. He's the little G God. <laughs> the little G God. <laughs> like, yeah, oh man. But yeah, we had uh, I MVP. like how um on this week's every segment kind of flew into like another one. Yeah. Because especially with the one with uh Ali and Dolph Ziggler, how it fed into next week is gonna be Bronson Reed versus Ali. Bronson's walking past. All of a sudden, Chad Gable and Otis is there. <clears throat> which then brought in Maximum Male Models, which I don't know what's going on with this. They are they on Raw now, apparently. Well, I guess so is Alpha Academy, but I, weren't they always a Raw team? Alpha Academy, yeah. Okay. They've been on Raw. Maximum Male Models was on SmackDown. Yeah. Like... Maximum Male Models is whatever, but their skits on uh, YouTube are actually pretty funny. Oh, I'm going to check those out. I know they did that. Yeah, they've had one where they went to Shayna's house and <laughs> like, we need you to teach us karate. <laughs> and she was like, yo, I don't even do karate. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just her uh, flipping Mansoir. <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. It was just, and then there was another one where um, Mansoor, he went missing, so they had to go and find him. I can't remember in what city they were in. I think it was Dallas or San Antonio, wherever they were for the Royal Rumble. So, <clears throat> at least they're they're funny on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, the matches. Yeah. Aren't touching well with me. <laughs> yeah, they're right. 
You're not. We had we had Bobby Lashley and uh, Brock Brock Lesnar. Yeah, which again, I definitely thought that was going to be a <clears throat> WrestleMania match. Yeah, not for the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, like we got to get some screwy finish or something. But then again, he never actually signed it. He said he was going to have his lawyer and his manager. Yeah. Look over it. So hopefully MVP can do some uh, MVP and push that thing back to WrestleMania when there is an actual payday. Yeah. Montreal, Canada, where their money is not as fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess Canadian money, huh? Yeah. What do they got? Like Quidditch or something? No. <laughs> Quidditch. <laughs> and um, is. That's a wizard game, sir. Not Quidditch. <laughs> I've never watched it, all the Harry Potter movies, so I don't know. Ah, this guy. But anyway. I'm always best... saying that's demonic and witchcraft. So I wasn't allowed to watch it or read the books. No. Well... Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> watched it either. Not all of them. Blasphemers in this chat. I have seen <laughs> I have not seen them in order. So, what? How? Because I never went out of my way to watch it. God. My yeah. childhood is ruined. I mean, I <laughs> sit, I sat down a couple times, just like in the middle of probably all of them, and watched about five minutes. I haven't haven't oh, seen. Lord. If I my sister seen, was here, yeah, I know Ashley would have been. <laughs> yes. But uh, if, uh, but what's the other the the prequels or whatever? I ain't seen none of those. Um, <laughs> Fantastic Beast. Yeah, Fantastic Beast. Oh, well, that was okay. Only the first one was good. I'll tell you that. Okay. <laughs> After that, I don't know what happened. It just went anywhere. But we ain't gonna talk about Harry Potter, or we? Yeah. Oh, we nah, did. I did see they had a uh, the four way, Fatal Four Way for the women's uh, spot in the Elimination Chamber. Definitely thought they were going to give it to Piper Nivens. No, yeah, I fell asleep on that. That that's probably where I just tapped out. <laughs> this has been busy. Who won? Carmella. Carmella. Ugh. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't she mean did. it like that. But I I man, she came out and what she was wearing and moonwalking all over the place. I was like, <laughs> girl, stop. This is Black History Month. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Somebody was like, yo, he hates when Corey Graves is on commentary. And oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, this yeah, because even though they're married, they're a little bit more obnoxious than uh, Sammy and Ty or Tay. Yeah. Just a little bit, though. Yeah, and I've been – oh, speaking of those two. Uh, can, can we not? I mean, I just, I just want to say that <laughs> – I've been following Tay on Instagram. Well, not like I've been following Tay, but the Three Not So Wise Man podcast has been following Tay. And I hop on. Yeah, it is. And I hop on to try to post stuff. But seeing some of those pictures, I see why Sammy would be as arrogant as he is with her. Because is it slight or is it like, wow. Nah, it's is it's loud. It's bikini pics and stuff like that. It's just, and it's it's tasteful. 
I, I do I do admit that it's tasteful, but it's moments where I'm just like I'm getting ready to go on, and then you know it refreshes, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, but okay, <laughs> okay, Sam, I see you, Sammy, the Spanish guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, I guess also, well, do we have anything else with WWE right or to talk about right now? Oh, well, obviously, uh, we have the Oh, oh, yeah, Chelsea. She's truly she, came into her thing with the Karen gimmick. Yeah, she killed it. And then she had the battle bay. Yeah. So, so before that, she had mentioned she mentioned everybody else in that match but Oscar, and I was like, oh. <laughs> she said, I, she said I could be all of them. Then she did not say Oscar's name, and I was like, oh, she definitely fighting Oscar tonight. <laughs> she knows better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and Oscar looking mm. so mm. good. And then I saw after the match, um, Bianca had came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, she can't, just, she can't just put everybody over. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, that's what the champion should be doing. Yeah, yeah. She put everybody over. Yeah. I thought, I thought she was going to, like, snide, like, uh. Carmella or something, but she didn't. <laughs> she said six uh, top superstars in the ring. Was like talk about Chelsea Green. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Carmella out there for man. But yeah, but yeah, that was a good match. Oscar uh, winner. The winner of the match faces her at WrestleMania, right? Okay. It's a mania match. And then I, I remember we have it set for the United States Championship with uh, Damian Priest and Montez Ford winning. Yeah. Was Elias and Montez Ford even a long match? Uh, not really. It was like mm. five minutes, maybe. It was mm. all right. I like the Priest and the. Uh... Angelo Dawkins, Max Moore. Yeah. That one was really good. Mm. They, were, they were like almost 10 minutes, I think. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. They killed that at the beginning of the show. But yeah, other than that, uh, that we had uh, probably the big thing of the night. These, these two back here. Woo! Hold on. Wait, wait. Before we get into that, did y'all get a chance to talk about Condom? Yeah. No, yeah, no. we talked about him and how he got glam slams. Yeah, screaming, mommy. And <laughs> <laughs> his the his heel persona is like perfect for him because he is still like the kiddish type dude, but he's trying to be serious and a man, and it's and it's funny. Yeah. Uh I can't I hope that at some point it takes a serious turn right before WrestleMania if they're gonna be pushing the Rey Mysterio Dominic match. But Oh yeah, we talked about the NASCAR thing. No, no, that was a good. That was a good uh, segment. Yeah, what do you say? (laughs) If mommy was here, you wouldn't be doing all this. (laughs) Dominic is amazing. Ray Ray was like that. Uh, you're driving just as bad as your fake uh teardrop tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh man, this shit is gold. Yeah, it was. All right, but back. To the the big moment yeah. in Raw, 
Yeah. They uh starting the whole Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes story, which is good. Because you know, everybody even they was they was even chanting for Sammy when Cody came out. <laughs> when well, he asked they, what they want to talk about. They supposedly booed when <clears throat> SmackDown when Roman was like, I don't even want to talk about Sammy. I want to talk about Cody. Yeah. So yeah. and everybody's saying they need to make sure that they do something. Like I, I swear they need to make sure that they're in a the tag team title match. Yeah. So they're like, so the crowd doesn't go against Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy not being a WrestleMania would be a, a huge mistake. Oh, definitely. For sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I seen, and I want to shout out Suplex. I seen him talking about it being that being the most dangerous move in, uh, with Sammy at uh, the Elimination Chamber, him losing because they would have, um, if he lose, you know, the fans have the tendency of wanting Sammy to win just even more than before because. You know, everybody's already on his back. And if uh, they 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 do that, then it's going to make it hard for the fans to see Cody. And he said they they would have to do something in order like, to make it appealing. Roman Reigns cannot win clean. Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. And definitely then- not. Kevin Owens obviously has to like make the save as well. Oh, I I I have a whole thing about that, but <laughs> yeah, no, like because we I got that coming, and I'm pretty sure y'all got some ideas too. So, but no, like just I got to watch the. Uh, I don't know if Cody was able to do any of the promo before, um. Paul Heyman got into the ring, but I was able to watch it once him and Paul were actually in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, no, wait, wait. Audie, what did you think? Because 10 minutes into last week's, when Cody started talking, (laughs) okay, listen, okay, 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 okay. Let's let you go first. Listen, I was starting to hate Cody. Yes. Yeah, I felt the exact same way I felt when he when AEW Dynamite first started. But with Paul Heyman being the person that he is, he made me feel for Cody. Okay? That promo was that promo was amazing. I won't say is the best promo we had this year. No. Um but in the situation where the fans want Cody, um, I mean, not Cody, but the fans want Sammy to be the person to take the belt from Roman. Cody just being in the, the winning the World Rumble, that started his storyline, right? That, that was like, okay, this is just a story. And so people weren't really invested. Last Raw, he he made the reference of it being two royal families who what kind of threw him in to the entire thing. Like now he he's a part of the he's a part of the show. Like he's part of that game now. But 
Paul Heyman taking that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all family was this. Cody saying we didn't have a, uh, we had $100 to share. And Paul Heyman saved me, saved us. And I will forever be thankful. But he was like, you know what? I didn't know that you were going to go there. So let's just go there. And (laughs) that whole thing of, yes, he said that you were his favorite. Great, great reference to Dustin. Great Mm -hmm. reference. Great. Not mentioning a name. Great reference, right? Especially, uh... huh? If you know the like the story of the Rhodes family or whatnot, yeah. Dustin, Dustin has some beef for a while. Yeah, they yeah. didn't speak for years, especially around the gold dust era angle. And um, even Jerry the King Lawler did a, a a shoot on that when he was talking about how his father was very disappointed in him and him coming out the way that he was coming out, which. To this day, it, it doesn't. It didn't age well at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was the attitude there. But that was a that was a, an emotional moment too. So for that to play a part for the fans that has been there for a while and they know what has going on, for him to say that, not only him to say that, but did you see Cody Rose's face when he when he said it? He's trying. He's trying to hold in a smile. He's trying to keep a straight face. He felt a little bit of, a little bit of. I don't know how to feel about this, because dude in the face. Yeah, he he was like, I don't know how to feel about this when he said, Cody, you were his favorite because it felt like, damn, he said that. That means I'm better than Dustin because he tried to live up to Dustin, which was part of the whole <laughs> Dustin Cody thing in AEW and their match that they had, but. Yeah. And then he turned around and said, but Roman was the son he always wanted. That mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. saw the hurt on his face. Because honestly, if it was if it was a work, Cody did great making that over. But if that was a shoot, that one hurts. And I, I know Dusty to be a guy that shoots from the hip. Mm-hmm. So if that was a true statement, oh, uh, there, there's, there's some heat there, like some real heat. So what I found out today, listening to Brian Alvarez, was that Cody didn't even want to be a professional wrestler to begin with. Mm-hmm. He actually wanted to be an actor, and him and his sister had moved out to LA for a while for acting school or whatnot. Yeah. And I was like, after they said that, I was like, you can really tell, actually. Mm-hmm. Because the way like Cody talks, he talks so differently than everybody else. And it's beyond like how they give them scripts and everything. Yeah. He can actually become his character because he's actually trained to be an actor first. Yeah. And and I heard one person, I can't remember the name on YouTube, but he was talking about how great Roman Reigns is with selling a story with just his face. Mm-hmm. facial expression because oh, yeah. Cody does the exact same thing yep. and and I can you can see it that those two had bigger ambitions than just wrestling so but when Cody Cody did that that promo was phenomenal my hatred for Cody went down a little bit um and I felt for him do you think that 
Cody was, I'm not going to say too good for AEW, but do you think that he was too experienced for AEW? No. I really think that, I think that. I mean, like, promo-wise. No, no. Remember, I can't say that because look at all the people and all of the promos that we've had. I mean, we they with AEW with Hangman and his rawness with MJF and his skill as a heel with uh, all of these people that came in to shoot great promos off the hip. It was really good. Cody does have a bad promo in his his arsenal in AEW, and that was when he was getting ready to leave. It was a lot of cryptic message. People didn't really understand and. When he left, they everybody was confused. They didn't know the chair, the boo, whatever, right? What I will say is that the issue was Cody doing something that the fans never thought they they would do, and that was allowing him to never go for the title. That yeah. took the air out of the situation. So, yeah, so. Yeah, he did it to himself. And that's like the thing where it was like, okay, Cody is not where he's supposed to be. So when you're saying that he's too good, you feel like in that in that in dynamite in AEW, he was here even though he never got to actually be there. Mm-hmm. So he felt like, man, he's really good, but it's not really connecting. Like he, he he's on a whole different level. But that's because you have that in your mind that he's never going to get there. Where is yeah. all of this going? Another another TNT championship. Like the so now he's here, and to quote his brother, finish the story. Yeah, because uh, he put a tweet out after that whole promo. He said, "I love you, brother." Hashtag finish the story. Uh, Rose family, all that. Hey, that's that's what this is. He is finishing the story. And because he's finishing the story, everything is at a at a hundred because you know where it could possibly go. So this is this is on a whole nother level, but that's because the level of where he was supposed to be is where he's at now. Yeah. So yeah, that that's how I feel about that. Um up on the list. Chris, what did you feel about the promo? Ooh, man. I don't know. They they had me when he, they was talking about ECW and Dusty calling, or Paul Heyman calling Dusty. I was like, ooh, it's getting spicy now. <laughs> but yeah, it got, ooh. Yeah. Paul Heyman, I know we give him a lot of credit, but he deserved more. <laughs> yeah. Good guy. This man, this man can sell a match to an ant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I would, I can't even say he is underrated because everybody knows that he's golden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everybody does know that he's golden. And even with knowing that he's golden, it's, he he takes it to where it's like, oh, shit, I didn't think he was going to take it there. Oh, yeah. I did not know that he could go there. Like, we, we give props to Sammy and this whole bloodline thing. But think about everything that Paul Heyman did and had to go through with it. He had to go through some of the same tests that um that Sammy had to go through when he was dealing with Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was, it, 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 
uh, Paul Heyman is he is kind of the the hands-on person for the Roman Reigns character. Yeah. Like, like everybody, everybody got his hands on like Jay, <laughs> Solo, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And he, he's just amazing. And if anybody could make me feel something for Cody, it was going to be him. And he did that. And now this story, a lot of people at one point that wanted Sammy to do it, is now kind of swaying back to, oh, Cody needs to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that and that's that made it worth it because this story as that's exactly for, what they needed too. Yeah, it because if if they didn't have this moment, oh, people would have been like, no, it needs to be it needs to be Sammy in the the night one and night two or one or the other, and he needs to get a belt. It would right. be the but, whole um, Daniel Bryan's thing all over again. Yeah, yeah, Batista and Orton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that that's uh, wasn't that like Royal Rumble in 2017 or some around there? Thirty four. Yeah. Thirty four. I guess thirty four. Yeah. I don't even know what number we're on. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm just <laughs> calling it the years because <laughs> trying to keep track. New Orleans. That's all I remember. Uh, and it was the year that they they broke the streak. Mm. Was it? Yes. Oh. Wasn't that twenty seventeen? No, that's probably twenty fifteen. No, it wasn't twenty fifteen. Cause I, I was slightly done with wrestling by that time. I tell you, we're all looking it up right now. Uh, yeah, we is... are. I'ma let I'ma let y'all do it because y'all is better at with all of that than I am. Well, it was not thirty four because. Daniel Bryan is fighting Shane McMahon. Mm. <laughs> oh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Daniel Bryan's first WrestleMania back from being injured. Yep. Uh, yeah. Wasn't that around the time that Sami and Kevin was trying to find uh trying to keep a job? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was John that Cena was kept fun. calling out the Undertaker. Oh, I remember this WrestleMania. That was that's oh it's the WrestleMania Oscar was... lost her streak. Oh which oh. one? 34. Mm-hmm. It's the year Oscar won the Royal Rumble and then lost to Charlotte. <sighs> yeah, yeah. If they make we lose to Charlotte again, I'm gonna have an aneurysm. Okay. No way. Um, but before we get into other news, let's take it to AEW Dynamite. Well, oh, yeah, what the hell, well, Darby? Um, <laughs> uh, how do you guys feel about AEW doing house shows now? I'm cool That's with cool. it, yeah. yeah, I'm cool with it. Right, I, I've been thinking they've needed to do that for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, we got the roster for it. Yeah, and it helps out the younger talent as well, because a lot of them aren't getting as much time like that they would need because there's only limited spots, right? And a lot of them have been working um indie shows. 
which I mean, it still helps, but indie shows and working like AEW house shows are totally different. Yeah, because yeah, it's an AEW event. Another mm-hmm. thing that it would do it, it was a lot. It would allow for them to see who is who is coming right. up. Yeah, they because because it is it is a shame that Brian Cage is just now getting as much shine as he's been getting. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's been an injury with Kip, so I'm not gonna put him in that. But Kip is would be great at house shows, so people can get more. Cause that's another thing. You get more time. The fans get more time with them, so now they be they're able to actually engage with some of these people that wouldn't normally get shine. Like. And then, uh, if those person or those people come out like say they do a TNT open challenge, bam, that person can come out and like more people but oh okay, I know this person, I know how well they work. I'll probably stick in to watch it a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. And if and if Tony is is a visionary, I would this is what I would do with the house show. Some of these house shows, I would take like MLW or GCW, have a couple of them in there, and just, you know, as a sign of good faith, y'all can put that on y'all website. Y'all can put that here. Y'all can put that there. And it it builds exposure, and people that actually want to see some of these matches can actually get get to see it on TV, because, I mean, on YouTube or on on TV, Mm because... Because uh, even though they're not getting huge ratings with uh, their AEW Dark, they're, they're getting solid amount of people watching it. So even then, they can technically, I wouldn't say stop doing uh, Dark and Elevation, but they can now subsidize some of the uh, time that they have mm-hmm. to show but all right, we're gonna do like two shows for AEW Dark, like at the live tapings. Bam, we're gonna put one like from the house show in the middle. Yeah, yeah, or or that can be y'all y'all YouTube channels. Y'all the house shows can be AEW Dark and Elevation. Like yeah. it can it can really be that, and that that works out for the fans. In a sense of if they don't do it all the time, because I understand why they would want to do dark and elevation on the big days, Wednesdays, uh, because they do want the fans to be there. They want to have that big crowd and everything there for AEW dark and elevation to make it look big. But uh, and they also want to expose to the fans who some of these people are. But. It is a toll on the fans. As a person that's been to quite a few live events, it is. It can be a toll getting there at four or five o'clock, just just to stay until eleven. Yeah, try to beat the parking. We take our significant others with us, and they want to leave. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. get away yeah. from Rampage. Yeah, no, that that <laughs> yeah, that's why me and Denise just start going. Like I act shy because um, Shalina's like. Uh, I can't do it that long. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I understand, baby. Ask Sean Shaw, like, mm, 
me and Denise like, yeah, so it's just <laughs> us. And we are staying the entire time. Because she, even though she had, like, she don't like wrestling like that, she likes, she likes wrestling like that. <laughs> so. And then, uh, so last week, we had uh, Takeshita versus Brian Cage. Love that match. Such yeah. a good match for both of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kanosuke finally got him a win. Mm-hmm. You, we've been talking about how he's needed to win to stop losing so much. Granted, yep. it was against your guy Brian Cage. Uh. No, it was it was it was worth it. Like honestly, like we said that yeah, him losing he is still getting over with a lot, right? Even though with him doing all all the losing, he has been getting over and over and over and. For him to win on Brian, uh, to win against Brian Cage, somebody who was comparable, somebody who has been kind of kicking ass over the last couple of weeks, for him to get that win, that was that. That's that. Because right now it's not just that; is that and fucking MJF story that is going on with that. Yes. Them throwing, I think that was a genius move. Them throwing him into that. Hmm. That was genius. Well, I mean, with that being said, they had the uh, Brian Danielson versus Timothy Thatcher match, which for people who like technical wrestling, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that was an amazing match. Mm-hmm. Like just the storytelling with them not doing too much high flying stuff, them just keep putting each other in submissions, mm-hmm. just trying to hurt DB or BD just for the hell of it. Yeah. Then they had the double down spot, which uh, saw Mo- or not Mox saw MJF come out, and then all of a sudden, Tessna <laughs> just out of nowhere, just <laughs> what, what he do? What he do? He was like, "Yeah, here I come, baby!" He put that ring on, and then to catch to catch them, them flew in. It was an ass woman. They was fight. Oh man, that was beautiful. It was definitely beautiful. Uh, I'm get Takeshka versus MJF next week. Yeah, or tomorrow actually. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Oh, well, but today what, because I'm gonna try to get this uh, out. Uh, Moxley versus Hangman to start the show. It was cool. I, I'm not even gonna. I'm not. Okay. I like Moxley. I like Hangman. Me personally, I want Moxley to take that goddamn vacation he was supposed to be taking at all. <laughs> That's out. what I'm saying. <laughs> goddamn, <laughs> let us miss you, man. I, I don't even feel like it's a oh leave so we can miss you. It's more of a bro leave and just take right. some time. Yeah, get a vacation, man. You you've worked super you hard this whole company last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. He definitely did. Uh, but yeah, Mox ended up winning with uh roll up out of nowhere, which then they started kept trying to like push each other and flip each other off. Mm-hmm. They wanted to keep going. So that's why I was like, do they how do they blow it off when they've already like Yeah, this was the rubber match. Yeah. <laughs> I th- like, yeah. yeah. I have a feeling they're gonna have a match at Revolution. They are. And then Mox can take his well-needed break. Yeah. 
Yes, I, I definitely hope so. And, I, and I, kudos to Mox for, for all of last year for bringing the star power back to Hangman uh, because he, he – honestly, he did need it. I mean, he was he was he wasn't around for a minute. Um, so now that he's back, man, he's clear to wrestle. He needed something to to catapult him back to where he was, and this yeah. and this did did what it's supposed to do. I mean, Hangman is he he looks he looks a little badass. I'm not gonna say oh he's he's really a badass, but he 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 looks like what fans want right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you, Mox. I mean, even though I hate Logan Paul, he still does have a better buckshot Larry than him. No, nah, I was looking at that. That that extra step gives it that extra oomph. Like, it, that, <laughs> and I will say it like this. The angles that they get fucking Logan Paul where he does his, it looks cool. Like the at the Royal Rumble and him getting it from the down angle and all that, that looks cool. But any way that you push it, that little flipping, yep, mm, that is like, uh, it it it's rough. Is is yeah, it's beautiful. It's wow. beautiful in its ugliness. I'll say that. <laughs> this is wise. It does absolutely nothing. It just looks cool. But who cares about like reality when? Their imagination is so much better. Yeah. Uh, we also had our number one champion in AEW, Jay Money Cargill. Hey, Jay. So 50 and oh, after she beat our other favorite little baddie. Red I know, right? <clears throat> Even got a like from Red because I was like, what a. Amazing match to have on the first day of Black History Month. <laughs> you have two amazing black women fighting for the TBS championship. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm. Like, granted, a lot of people have complained that they wished it was like a, a bigger superstar, but they really don't have anybody right now. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't have any. They don't have anybody that is the bigger superstar that they can lend to Jade right now. Yeah. All of their big superstars is going on. Either they they had a bad loss and so they were taking a break. They all of a sudden turned heel, or it's Jamie Hader and Britt Baker. Like, <clears throat> and they are feuding with uh, Pay or sorry Soraya and Tony Storm. So you can't yeah. take one of those for. Right. And, he, and they're both heels. He's <laughs> time to go to Japan. Yeah, but no, no, no. Now, now, I will say this because we even had an ongoing conversation. Who will beat Jay? If, and I keep saying that nobody's going to beat Jay. She's just going to have to uh, relinquish her title, right? But if there is one person that can beat Jade right now, it is. It has to be the first one kicked out of the baddies. She, but they gotta put some work in her right now uh, for Kiara Hogan to get to to get to that point. 
But when it happens, it, it will have to be Kiara because right now she's trying to draw heat on Twitter. She's trying to like she's she's talking shit about Jade and everything else, and it's like you're 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 right there. Now AEW has to do what AEW supposed to do to make that match matter. Yeah. But anybody else's nah, nah. Yeah, there, there's nobody we're invested in like that for her to win. Like I see her like going <clears throat> however many in one and losing in a tag team match or something before she actually loses her title. I yeah, I, I can see her losing the tag, but um is they're at that point where you need to we need to make it feel like somebody might beat her because mm-hmm. that was the same issue that they had with Warlow in the matches that he was doing, or even Moxley when, um, after the all out thing, like, okay, it's going to be MJF. Everybody that is doing these matches right now, they're, they're not going to, they're not going to win. There's, <laughs> there's no way that they're really going to win. We don't need, we can't see anybody, even the, the, the contenders matches. We don't see anybody winning. And this is where Jade is right now. And that's cool that they're in that spot to where they got somebody to where it don't. But if you're not doing a story like how they deal with Roman Reigns and WWE, then it's going to feel like so she's she's got another match. Yeah. So now, now they do have a seed that they planted, and that was with Kiera getting kicked out of the baddies. Um and then Red Velvet gets kicked out of the baddies and and now Kiara is on Twitter talking about you needed us more than we ever needed you and this is where it it should go so let 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 Jay get to sixty seventy or eighty but in that time start building up Kiara to be the world beater hey Kiara hold on <laughs> I just want to say hey to Kiara because that was my favorite out of the baddies hey. So I'm looking at the person who I believe can go ahead and beat Jamie, or not Jamie Hayter, but Jade, because I believe she was the person that was supposed to in the beginning. And that no. is for Statlander. No, no, I was thinking Statlander, yeah. Yeah. But obviously she's currently injured. Yeah. At the moment. I'm kind of, I was trying to see, uh, oh. Uh, like how her knee is holding up and everything. Yeah. Um. She's. I think she's still going through rehab right now. She's definitely. She's not near being cleared, and she posted on Twitter saying, "Hopefully someday soon." Um. And, but that that's the thing though. If they bring out Chris when she comes back, yeah. You are going to get this big excitement and pop, and you can probably build a story around that. But ultimately, I don't feel that Chris would have been earned because when she was going through her transition between being an alien to just being Chris Statlander, some of that shine started to to die down a little bit. So she needs to get back to that. And that's, that's the biggest issue right now with AEW's women's division. The stars have to get back to that. 
the people that you could possibly beat her has to get to that prestige in order for it to happen. Because if the fans don't feel that it's earned, it's just gonna it's gonna fizzle like quickly. So it has to be that. Um, yeah. For There's either only one, one person that could be Jade. Who option C? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's practically what all you've yeah. been talking about. Yeah, but but I'm that's the only thing. But that's what I'm saying. There's no compelling story around her. The whole big story is the fact of how far can she be, how far can she go, and if yeah. they want, if they want to, to keep it that way, yeah, she's gonna go option C. But if they plan on her losing it to somebody, I can see here being the person to beat her, even if she's just to to move the story along. But it's gonna have to deal with some shenanigans with Red Velvet, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it don't. It definitely won't be clean. It it won't be a clean victory. And I would say, as much as I love here, right now, even with that story building, Kira will be a transitional champion. Maybe it will be because Chris coming back, and they would just love to see it on her. Maybe she gets squashed by Nyla Rose, and maybe that can be a compelling story for her to get back. Maybe Rio finally makes it back to the United States to stay for a for a long period of time. Yeah, like, a cup she, of tea. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, they they have options. It's just that now now is the time to put the work in, and then and that's all they really that's all they really got to do. Y'all got a story that is is set. Y'all got two stories that set, but one is hindered by injuries. But with those two, start putting in the work. Yeah, start building it up. So then the end of Dynamite, we had a no-holds-bar <laughs> match for the title. Darby yeah. Allen versus Samoa Joe. Darby Allen came out with the ticks or the tax on his uh sweatshirt. Yeah, hoodie, yeah. <laughs> and had a hard time putting it back on for the coffin drop. But what did you guys think of Samoa Joe defeating Darby Allen and the return of Wardlow? Um hot potato. Yeah, we're we're back at that now. Like we are definitely back at that. Um if they was gonna do it that way, I don't know. The way that I see it is that it shouldn't have, if y'all going to do this, then it shouldn't have been off of Samoa. I mean, the belt shouldn't have been off of Samoa Joe. Yeah. I mean, you could have, yeah, you could have just created a compelling story with Darby. Just, just for this. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that, but even with that, like, are we about to do it where Warlow wins again? And then they're going to do Samoa Joe and Warlow again. And then Samoa wins it again just for Powerhouse Hobbs to come in and win it just for Warlow to win it from Powerhouse Hobbs, just for Powerhouse Hobbs to win it back. Like, that's what they're doing with the TNT title. And we told you, stop it months ago. Tony, that belt, when you do that, that belt becomes meaningless. It does. If you want Warlow to keep it, 
it could have been something that where Warlow could have kept it for a long a moment because how long has Samoa Joe had it? Three weeks, month before he lost it. Uh, it's about three weeks, yeah. Yeah, it was no, about three. A little bit longer. Mm. He just wasn't wrestling. Mm. Cause he wanted at um. Yeah, what's the last pay per view? Uh, pay per view. Full gear. Okay. Let's see, when was full gear? That was like the end of November. November. Yeah. And he lost it, I think, in January. Okay. But he didn't uh, defend it much. Yeah. I'm going to tell you who should have that belt. I'm going to tell you. Sean Spears. There's two. Uh, (laughs) Honestly, I wouldn't put him in that, but because they would use Sean Spears as a transitional person and all of that. But they may enjoy his baby. Yeah. But I will say it like this. There's technically two that should win it. One is already kind of intertwined within the story, and that's Powerhouse Hives. But one person that they should put it on and should keep it for a moment is Jay Lethal. That guy is too good. He's not anywhere in the story of what's going on now. Let it play out. But Jay Lethal, he's 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 the workhorse. He's the worker. Yeah. And that's what the title should be. It should be the worker, and he should be able to hold it for a good minute. And y'all should build stories around that. Jay Lethal will keep us entertained. Jay Lethal will put on great matches. Jay Lethal will be perfect to just hold that title because, honestly, Right now, do you really see Jay Lethal being anywhere higher than that with everything that's going on? No. Mm, but if you but if you put him there and you keep him there and you involve him in stories for let we give him a year. We'll give him a year to where he he's holding the belt for most of the time. If you get him to hold that belt from um dang, what is the one before uh What's one after revolution? Um, uh, all in, all in. You give it to him at all in and have him lose it at full gear. That is a nice little run because you know he will stay working, he will do all of that, and yeah. it, it will be a nice run. And y'all could build a story to where somebody should beat him, whether it's powerhouse Hobbs, whether y'all finally decide to give it back to, to Warlow. And that will make it feel like it's worth something instead of all of this back and forth stuff. Because even though I'm saying stop all the back and forth, all the hot potato mess, there ain't too many people that would hold that belt that would make it feel like something. Yeah. Like even when Warlow held it, he held it because we was expecting it. Huh? He rarely defended it. He rarely defended it. And we was all planning for him to go against Punk for the title. So we was we wasn't really planning on him holding it for too long anyway. Right. So that that's one thing, but nobody else is really like that character that should have it. Mm-hmm. Unless unless Brian Cage stays on his run for a minute. If he keeps doing what he's doing, even with the loss with Takeshita, if he keeps doing what he's doing, he might be up there. But right now. Who's holding it right now? That's who it should be. I mean, um, who's running the game right now? 
Because that's what it should be. Because Jay Lethal has been telling amazing stories, even with all the losses that he was taking. He has been that good. And 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 they should, yeah, they should have kept it on Darby and then did the the uh then it should have been Darby versus Jay Lethal because that story was already there. Mm-hmm. Like it's like actually make a program for the TNT title instead of just okay, you get a title shot. So yeah, that, like with story. the story, yeah. Olympic title, and because that's just Orange Cassidy's character. Yeah, that it only works for him. <laughs> Put him in an actual storyline too. You could. Oh, shit. I forgot Which... about that title. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I mean, but that's the way that he wants it. He was, y'all remember the title when I when I just decided to defend it. Hey, you want one? All right, here comes another great match. <laughs> like that's honestly what it is. It's like, all right, we want to do this where we just putting on great matches. But if they get him to do the story that he did with, who did he do that story with? When he said that he was going to give one percent. Oh, was it um? Either Jericho or I think it was Jericho. It might have been Jericho. It wasn't Pac, even though they done put on some great matches. I think it was Jericho. Right before the uh the Mojito match. He was gonna give one percent. Where's that triangle been? I mean it's only been what two two weeks since they lost? No. It's been like a month. They had yeah, it for a while. Yeah. Hold that, on. That best of seven series was a while ago. Because <laughs> it was like January 7th. <clears throat> Hold uh, on one second. Yeah, Y'all keep talking. I'm like that. But yeah, I mean, they had about, yeah, for about a month. Yeah. So we can get off last week's Dynamite and we can talk about this week's Dynamite where we have uh the Garcia Guevara gauntlet that our boy Ricky Starks has to go through. First he's facing uh Cool Hand Ange. And then I think it's Daddy Magic. Yeah, Daddy Magic and then either Garcia or Guevara. Um I see that match going by slightly quickly. I'll give it like five to ten minutes. Not even five to ten, about five to seven minutes with Starks winning. And the whole thing? Huh? <laughs> the whole gauntlet? <laughs> no, just no, because it's uh first matches uh this week, then oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That ain't a gauntlet. <laughs> and then let's see, we have the AEW uh women's check because it's championship fight night. Mm-hmm. Uh, um Jamie Hayter versus the bunny in the eliminator match. I mean, I know the the bunny ain't gonna win, but she she needs some respect put on her name, honestly. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be a hater, so I'm going with Jamie Hater. Mm-hmm. Wait, when you want to be a hater, right? Not Excuse against. Me. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> um, be a hater for Jamie Hater. We <laughs> have Rouge versus Brent Brandon Brian Danielson. That should be a good match. Plus, you know, MJF gave him a stack of cash in a suitcase. Yeah. 
And I'm just saying, if Roosh can't get it done, MJF, if you got that much cash to blow. Yeah, he said he had five more cases like that. I'm like, what? Yeah, hey, listen. Hold on, throw one over here. (laughs) All right. He's like, yo, I will bring a lead pipe and (laughs) ski mask. Yeah. See me, bro. You can find me at Three Not So Male, Three Not So Wise Men uh, Twitter handle. You can also find me at King underscore X underscore Negus. If you bull stop. (laughs) Um, But that match should be good. And then the title matches that we have are the trios titles going to be put on the line with the Elite versus Top Flight and AR Fox. Um, we have the acclaim versus the guns, and those were well the only two uh matches that we have for titles. The uh the elite versus top flight and AR Fox is gonna be a really good match. Oh, especially yeah. with the Young Bucks and AR Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I like the AR Fox. The I do see the elite winning. Like AR Fox definitely underrated. Yeah. So. But he's gonna be getting some shine put him on this match. Mm-hmm. So that's that's awesome. And then yeah. the tag team match. This one is up in the air, but I slightly think the guns are gonna win. Damn it, Billy. Yeah, this match be happening at Revolution. It should. It should. definitely should. I mean, that- but it but if they do Billy, Billy does a turn. Then this is us up for fucking revolution rematch. Yeah. Oh, when Billy oh, turns, Daddy it's gonna, be, gonna be back to Billy Gun. Yeah, I know it's it's a heartbreaking <laughs> moment. It is, honestly is a heartbreaking <laughs> moment. Like there ain't no more scissor me, Daddy ass. I mean, like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, I mean. Yeah. We could bring Rhea Ripley into AEW and scissor me, mommy ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isaiah Carter. <laughs> oh, hey, that was Isaiah hilarious. Cassidy. <laughs> Isaiah Cassidy, that was hilarious. Hey, let me tell you oh. something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was, was amazing. The same thing that Kenny did, like, hey, Omega face. <laughs> Well, also, because it popped um, Matt Hardy. <laughs> oh, and it's funny because Kenny's by, so that probably should have worked. <laughs> 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 oh man! But that was one match that I will I would have wanted to see. Well, if they keep the belt on the acclaim, I want Private Party to get a run because they deserve it. They deserve a shot, like big time. They didn't been. They won't get a shot until they get underneath or from underneath the, the leech. <laughs> Is guns even in the firm? Like they were supposed Te- to. Technically, but... yeah, technically they're in the firm. They don't but... do anything with anybody from the firm. Hmm. Except except uh Hathaway. I haven't seen Hathaway with them. Hmm. <laughs> Probably the match of the night Woo. is going to be MJF against Takeshna. Let me oh ask y'all this God. question. 
Let me ask y'all this question. When John Moxley was having his contenders match, was there anybody that beat him? No. No. This will be the first time somebody is going to beat for the contenders match. This is going to be the first time. I don't think anybody's ever won a uh, mm-hmm. contenders match. Yeah. I think, but that's why I asked about Moxley because Moxley. Did Omega win one? Against Moxley, that's how he got his title shot? I don't know. Maybe I could think about it wrong. Yeah, no, because honestly, before Moxley, we didn't have contenders matches like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it was, um, yeah. So ain't no, I mean, because, and then MJF only had one. Uh, and every time that they put a uh, when Hangman had it, he he just like fuck contenders match. We can fight for the belt now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, that was fucking uh, Moxley's thing, and he went undefeated in that. But Takeshi is going to be the first one to win, just just because it sets it up. Because honestly, do we feel as much as we would love to see Brian Danielson win? Do you feel like he is? No, okay. I feel like we need to keep the title on MJF. So Takesha is going to be the first one to win this one because that will build the story for Takesha versus um, MJF mm-hmm. after Revolution. So I, I see that happening. And I and I'm I think a, it's going to be a screwy win. Yeah, I think it's going to be a screwy win. I think Brian Danielson is going to get his his payback through all of this, even though it's going to be a momentary payback. If this one will be justified, Brian Danielson coming out and screwing over MJF. Yeah, and you know a lot of people are like, but he's a babyface. Brian Danielson is not a babyface. He's just he's just over, but he is not yeah. a baby face. <laughs> like that's all that is. Like he he's coming in to kick people's teeth out, and that's that's and that's exactly what he's doing. He don't care what y'all. But day one, that's what he said. Yeah, and he did it with Coke. Like that was the first time that it really happened. Like it was Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, that's that's what I see happening, and that's yeah. going to be a good match. That's gonna be a good show tomorrow. Yes. yes, very good show. Mm. Um, real quick, also um, want to bring up of uh, the possibility of NXT stars working indie events. So currently, uh, Ivy Niles from NXT, he's going to be working one of Booker T's uh, indie events. Yeah. Okay. I heard that they made an announcement that he's going to be uh there's gonna be a couple of them working um uh, with reality or wrestling. Isn't that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm there's like the reality or wrestling, there's house of glory, there's there's a lot of uh stuff that goes on. So sometimes I mix up the names. But Booker T made an announcement saying that uh there's going to be more than just him. So But what how I see it is at first, Shawn Michaels was like, no, nobody else is going to be doing it. I honestly feel like if it goes well, and I feel like other promoters, because that's what even Brian Alvarez has said, 
that if it goes well, then there might be more people, like more indie shows, like, but they have to be bigger shows and ones that are ran by uh, WWE employees. So they could possibly go to Reality of Wrestling. Um, one of those. Go to Seth Rollins' school. Yeah. Um, go to Devon's school. Yeah. A lot of stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. More, I got more exposure, the better. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I got something. Give me a second. Uh, shoot. There was a New Japan star. I can't remember his name. I don't know if it's Kota. He's not. Um, a, he's not a New Japan star anymore. He's yeah, not not Kota, not not Ibushi, but uh, there's another one. I can't remember his name. Uh, but he wants to try to talk to AEW and WWE working with New Japan in order to uh create a forbidden door type match and he would he would definitely uh he would definitely like go and lend his services over to both uh programs in mm-hmm. order to just make sure that it works but um i can't remember the name but that that in of itself is kind of uh amazing okay i'll say it like this this NXT working with uh reality or wrestling does not play into my whole conspiracy theory. Oh, you're gonna, you gonna put that out. He's they're working with W former WWE stars, people that are high, quite possibly still on the payroll. Um he is. Yeah, he is. And if they do Devon, Devon was just let go, so he wouldn't be, but he still has an allegiance to WWE. No, he, he's a producer. No, I think they just let Devon go. Oh. Hold on. I thought he was still there. <laughs> Hold on one second. I gotta type this in. But no, I still like I feel like that'd be good for some of the other talent who just like um the house shows for AEW. Yeah. Hold on. They're not getting that much uh wrestling experience just wrestling at the performance center. Yeah. And most times when they do like wrestle, they only wrestle in front of the performance uh people. So like the yeah. other wrestlers at the performance center. So it'd be good for them just to like not even go on like the super big ones. Maybe like one of the schools or whatever if they have an event and yeah, Russell there. Yeah. All right. Devon Dudley is no longer with WWE. This was an article posted January 19th. Um, the 50-year-old posted on social media Thursday that he and the company mutually agreed to part ways. Dudley's worked with WWE, worked as a WWE agent in 2016 until moving to the NXT coaching role last June. This is what he wrote. Um, the company and I have decided to part ways and feel this is the best decision for all parties. It's been a pleasure and an honor to work with the young talent when Bubba, as well as everyone over in NXT. He's supposed to say with Bubba. Okay. Um, yeah. 
as well as working with some of the best producers in the world. Would like to thank Vince, Paul, Stephanie, and our Lord and my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for the opportunity that was given. And I'm very excited to see where God brings me next year. Old brother, testify. Okay. That's what you said. Well, I, I renege my last statement. I mean, but he could still, they can still go to his uh yeah. company. But yeah, um I I wish I would I wish I would have known the uh the New Japan star name because it was when I read it and I can't find it right now, but when I read it, it was he was a big name. And I'm horrible with names, so I would never remember it. Um, but yeah, so I do feel like this is a step in the right direction. Tony has also said that he's willing to work with WWE on top of buying it. Um, <laughs> and New Japan has been um, been wanting to uh, work with WWE along with WWE been wanting to work with New Japan. So I think that this is a step in the right direction to get all of that. Uh, and he said that he wanted to do a tournament style. That was another thing that he said. He wanted to have a tournament style, which would be awesome. And honestly, if they did do that, I think that the WWE star should be the first one to win that tournament. But that's just because they want to work in good faith and all of that. And so that would be the only reason why I would say WWE should win in a tournament if they get WWE, New Japan, Impact, and AEW um, in that tournament-style setting. I think that WWE should win it. Yeah. But, yeah. Just a lot of politics. Yeah. yeah it's not like a book of nightmare to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nightmare. goes and such. Yeah. All right. Um, so, I think that is it with Dynamite. <clears throat> All right. So, <clears throat> I want to kick off this new segment that I've been running through my mind trying to figure out how to get this going. And right now, since we're on a road to WrestleMania, I think this would be the perfect place to start with fantasy booking. All right. So we've got a beautiful dilemma that is going on with Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn. And WWE needs our help with getting this taken care of. And I have a fantasy booking that plays a part with all of this and the bloodline. And I'm going to share it with you. All this. Sami Zayn does not win the title at, um, at Elimination Chamber, right? We all see that happen. None of us, none of us feels like it's going to be a clean finish. No. All right. So that will be the start of where all of this goes. What happens is that it's a screwy finish solo and Jimmy steps in or whatever. And they, you know, cost Sammy the match. 
Then they continue to beat up Sami Zayn to make a, make an example out of him. But in all of this, you have Jey Uso standing on the side, not sure of what he should do. And all of his family is calling to him. Come on, Sammy. Oh, come on, Jay. Get him. Get him, Jay. Get him. This, this is your family. This is your blood. He's a traitor. All of that, right? Mm-hmm. With that dilemma, everybody is trying to figure out what Jay is going to do. Jay does not have the mental strength to beat Roman. So he caves in reluctantly and starts pounding on Sammy. That happens. Boom. It could get dark. We can do that. It gets dark. Lights come on. Kevin Owens is out in the middle of the ring, whooping ass. He's fighting. Jay is the only one that is able to just roll out. And so he's the only one that is untouched. But this sets up Jay and Jimmy versus Sammy and Kevin. We kind of think that that's where it's going to go anyway, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And this is going to go into Royal Rumble. Boom. That story happens. Elimination Chamber. I mean, no, no, I'm sorry. I meant to say Jay and Jimmy is going to uh, fight Kevin Owens and Sammy at WrestleMania. I didn't mean to say Royal Rumble. Okay. That That is a match set up for WrestleMania. Yeah. We got Promos and stuff kicking off with Cody. Cody looks like he's primed to win, right? The big, the most important match out of all of that is, and this will be my booking, the Usos versus Kevin and Sammy at WrestleMania. We get through all the promos. We're getting through the the Cody being jumped by the, the, the bloodline. Cody getting his get back. You know all of that because you know all of that is going to happen. But the match before, whether it's night one or night two, Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos, we get where Sammy, Kevin and Jimmy is in the ring. They get into a whole fighting issue and all of that. They kicking each other's ass. Sammy's get tags in. Um they're going and they fight. Sammy is fighting Jimmy. All of a sudden, he gets hit. He makes a hot tag to Jay. Jay comes in. Crowd's cheering because they want to see what's going on. Jay seriously does not want to get in. He is starting to, he walks in. Sammy and Jay looks at each other. Jimmy stands back up. Jay tags himself out. <laughs> already not knowing what's going on, right? So Jay and Jimmy is fighting again. Kevin comes in. I mean, Sammy uh, Sammy comes in, tags uh, Kevin. Kevin's fighting. Jay gets in. They're fighting again. All of that. Kevin is, like, really just getting his ass whooped. Makes a hot tag to Sammy. Sammy steps in, and he's looking like, Come on, let's do this. Because now he's realizing what's about to happen because Jimmy is looking at Jay like, you better do it or this is going to be a problem. And Sammy is looking like, come on, fight me so you can be okay. So now we get this match to where they're fighting with each other. 
and they're going all out. But every time one of them is getting ready to make a pin, there's some hesitation there. Every time, right? And so it gets all screwy. Everything is out in the ring. Solo comes out. He, you know, he interferes. He does the Samoa uh, thumb move, uh, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's on Sammy. And Jay is the one in. He wants to tag. I mean, he want Jimmy wants him to pin him. Jay like, no, I'm not doing it this way. I'm not. Jimmy gets out. He's fighting with him. Like, he's arguing with his brother. And he slaps his brother. Because here's the thing. Jimmy has been a snake the entire time. Seeing how, oh, you want, you want, Roman wants Sammy and I'm going to accept it. You know, Roman talking to Jimmy type of way. He ain't like, I ain't no bitch. You ain't going to talk to me like how you talk to my brother. All of that comes back full circle. And with that slap, it just shows Jimmy, shows Jay who Jimmy is. And Jimmy pulls the Keith Lee and just walks out. Jay, I mean, Sammy and Kevin wins the championship belt. Boom. That's how you get the tag bills off of them. Even if it's just one title or the other, don't matter, right? Uh-huh. Right? So now we hear Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. My booking, and I'm going to say that because this will spark controversy. They have a five-star match. Mm-hmm. They have half. a five star match. Four and a half. Okay, okay. They have a four and a half match. All right. Well, I was, how is that controversial that they're gonna? No, have- no, 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 no. Because <clears throat> here's where the controversy <laughs> is. Here's where the controversy is. <clears throat> Roman beats Cody clean. Roman beats Cody clean. Bloodline comes out again. Tries to make an example of Cody. Kevin comes out to help Cody, gets his ass whooped. Jay comes out to help Cody. I mean, I tip, but Sammy, Kevin comes out to help Cody, gets his ass whooped. Kevin comes out to help Cody, get his ass whooped. Sammy comes out and get his ass whooped and that sparks Jay to come out. Jay comes out clean house. This sets up fucking Jay versus Roman at SummerSlam. And that is the person who is going to beat Roman Reigns. It is a story that has been three years in the fucking making. Nobody got the torture and torment that Jay had. I mean, he literally had an I quit match and he was only able to say it because he was protecting his brother just so his brother can call him a bitch. Like they done had this all mapped out, and the slap is the thing that sets everything off. It is the fight for the head of the table at SummerSlam Championships in line. That's what my booking is. Uh, sounds great. Mine deviates at a few points. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically. Because Jay can't or Jimmy can't end up at a WrestleMania or Elimination Chamber in Canada. Oh yeah, um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. so wait, believe- wait, 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 wait. 
So that <laughs> that would be the only thing. Jimmy doesn't jump in as Roman and Solo. Shit, you can even throw Tamina in there. Just let them <laughs> beat up on Sami Zayn, and that would be the where he has the hesitation and all of that, and he don't want to do it. And but yeah, that that's where it goes. I think it can go one of two ways of the elimination chamber. Either, oh, excuse me, um, Jay doesn't show up and it's Solo who's beating him up and that's what brings Kevin Owens out. Or Jay actually does come and he still reluctantly <clears throat> screws over Sami Zayn which start, like it's the tag team match going. I believe that the tag team match is going to be night one main event. Roman Reigns and Cody are going to be night two. Okay. Um, I see the tag match kind of going how you said it was going to go. But the ending is he tags in Jimmy. They get into their little tussle or whatever. Um, yeah, he, we can still go with the slap. All of a sudden, Jay just walks completely out, out of the match, like he did uh, at Royal Rumble. Just walks away. Jimmy goes back in. Whatever move, one, two, three, new tag team champions. Now, what I could see happening is Cody does win. He can either win clean or Jay comes in and costs Roman Reigns the match and costs him the title. I give him like a super kick or whatever. Cody comes with the crossroads. One, two, three. You have a new champion. Which then would start also Jimmy and Jay having their a wrestling match against each other. But then it would culminate to Roman Reigns facing uh Jay. Because you know Roman Reigns would be like. Jay, I need you to take care of your brother. So that starts their little mm-hmm. match, all leading all the way up to the tribal chief. Okay. That's how I Chris? Mm-hmm. All right. I'll go back to all these. I like everything you said up until who made the save at WrestleMania. Instead of Jay, I think they're going to pull a rock. Set up a match for next year, like they did, <laughs> like they, like they did Cena in the Rock. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think the only way Roman loses those titles is like Money in the Bank, and who the hell went to that? I don't know. Sammy Zayn, yeah, Sammy Zayn. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Say it. I mean, this is fantasy booking. Say it. Yeah, Sammy Zayn win Money in the Bank, cash in a Roman at SummerSlam. There we go. Because <laughs> it's going to be in Detroit. Ooh, God damn right. Great segue. I see you. I see you. Yes. SummerSlam is happening in Detroit. It's August 5th. Am I correct? This is August uh, 5th or 6th. It's one of those. They're happening yeah, in Detroit. Well, this is the first one they had in quite a few years. Um, yeah. It's the first one they had in quite a few years. I think it was 2017 when they had it last time. Somewhere around uh, there. Sounds about right. Like it was longer than that, but maybe. Yeah. And like they've been in freaking Barclays forever. Yeah. But <laughs> with them having SummerSlam in 2017, and I remember 
uh, being out and about uh, doing some type of driving or work that I was doing um, during SummerSlam. I remember seeing it and it was like, wow, this is a huge event. It is an amazing event. I am so glad that one of the big three is, well, one of the big four is happening in Detroit. It's a perfect time. It's going to be hot out there. It won't be too hot. It'd be perfect. People would be tailgating and everything. It'd be a beautiful event. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to try to find a way to get there. I'm definitely going to have to rob a couple people. So, <laughs> <laughs> rob yeah. a couple people. Um, 20th, MJF come through. 2015? <laughs> no, in 2017, they were still. Okay, cool. I was right. Yeah, but that's going on. SummerSlam, folks. Woo! Ooh, I told I told Santana, Detroit brings it. And I swear to you, they do not let you down. Detroit is one city that don't let and I'll say it every time. I know we had conversations about it, but every time with Detroit, when Detroit, when it's time for Detroit to step up, Detroit steps up. So oh yeah. Oh, oh, this might be a magical moment. Oh, this it ain't no mic. It's gonna be a magical moment. I can't wait. Great night. Mm. Oh, oh, all right. Now, after all of that excitement, I'm sorry to bring us down a tad bit, but Jerry, the King Lawler, has been hospitalized. Um, he had a stroke. Uh, yeah, that is uh rough. Uh, what I will say is get well, King. Um, heal up. Um, this is this one hurts because Jerry was Jerry was my boy. Jerry yeah. was my boy. Um uh an icon in the game. Um for people that don't know who Jerry King Lawler is or only knew him uh as a commentator, Jerry was the man. He still is the man. But back then, he was one of the biggest <laughs> names. Him and Andy Kaufman uh, took wrestling mainstream with their battle. So he's been one of the people that has been like at the forefront of the mainstream wrestling. He didn't they didn't they make the the power driver illegal because of him at one point? I believe so. One of the reasons. Yeah, he was one of the reasons other because he was. Whoo. <laughs> they look like it for real. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but Jerry, get well. Hopefully, uh, we we can get a glimpse of you at WrestleMania just chilling. I don't yeah. I don't want you to do any work. I just want you to just be like, you know, hey, what's up? Just enjoy. It is very rare that you just get to just enjoy being the star that you are. So, get well, rest up, enjoy wrestling. Well, so yeah. Very much so. Um, I was looking it up. Uh, SummerSlam hasn't been in Detroit. Like, I don't think ever. Because mm. yeah. I went down from 2022 all the way down to 2008. And it's only been in Indianapolis, New York, and L.A. Hold on. I got to do my research. Hold on one yeah, second. Back in 92, I'm telling you. 92 no. was in Europe. No, well, damn. Oh, yeah, you're right. 
Red Hart, Mr. Perfect. That wasn't a Red Hart and the British Bulldog. Oh, yeah. All right. The last big event was WrestleMania in 2007? That sounds about more right. Shit. Yeah. So I was event. wrong. Whatever event that was, it was it was an event. I could have sworn it was SummerSlam. It was still in August and all of that. Um, but yeah, I was fucking wrong. I'm horrible with names. I'm horrible with dates. And, event, and apparently I'm horrible with events. So, yeah. <laughs> It was either a Raw or a SmackDown, and it was just freaking phenomenal. It's okay. You're thinking of uh, Blood and Guts. No, I'm I'm talking about when I was in Detroit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember them when they first had it at the LCA. That was, I thought it was a major event. I was wrong. Yeah. They always went out of Little Caesars. They was just there a couple weeks ago. Yep. Mm. For uh, SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, right. Just talk about. Uh, there was something, but I can't remember. I can't remember. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that every... Oh, two things that, that coincides with each other. One, Universal does not look to be a buyer. Doesn't look like they're going to be a buyer at WWE, which is kind of what you say. So I forgot all about the sale. Yeah. Now, Vince said that he's really leaving once the sale is complete. But with but with uh, Universal not looking to be like one of the top prospects, that kind of kind of is worrisome because Universal is the hub. For WWE right now, anyway. Yeah, you got you. They're already gonna get app. They're on um, USA. All of these are Universal brands. So for them to look at WWE and to not really be sure, it they would be able to buy it at the cheapest price because even if they're buying it at the the rate that the market say they should buy it at. Everything is already there for them, so that overhead doesn't change. Yeah. Um, production and all of that, um, finding networks for them doesn't change. Uh, but it also, I mean, it could be because they're already getting to be in contract negotiations with WWE. So I don't, I it would behoove them to say that either you know, hey, I'm not planning on buying. So when contracts happen, just in case if I lose the um the the buyout, I still have WWE in contract. Cause yeah. cause for them it would be win-win. If they if they buy it out, they don't even have to worry about contract rights. But if they don't buy it out, they will still have a contract with WWE. And so whoever buys it still has to deal with them. So I think that would be a thing, but if they're just not genuinely not really interested, then that says a lot about the market and where they see it going. So that 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 could mean big trouble for WWE. And on the other note, AW, Tony Khan has said, no, 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 no. I'm serious. If we're going through the process, 
I'm very interested. <laughs> uh, that has been um, what he said, and I can't remember the. I'm pulling it up now. Was it busted open again? It, I don't think it was busted open. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Tony like Khan that. back on Pandemic. Reach out to the. Okay. Tony Khan. Look, he need to worry about his own two companies. Uh, he, well, yeah. they are uh, they're pulling some of their talent from some indie events, um, AEW is because they're about to start the ROH tapings and everything mm-hmm. to set up Supercard of Honor. Yeah, but he he oh, kind of don't really... another show. Uh, yeah. That's during WrestleMania season. Though. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, there's what it says. Tony Khan on the WWE sale process. I am interested in it very much and potentially and potentially being involved. Um, to, Tony Khan remains interested in the sale of WWE process. WWE is engaged with outside advisors to review strategic alternatives in relation to upcoming media rights negotiation. One strategic alternative is a potential sale of the company, which would happen before the media rights deal for WWE or and SmackDown are locked in. Mm. So it looks bad for them because now they, they plan on selling it before the contract. So that means that if, if uh, Universal don't want to buy it, they're not even worried about the contract. They mm. saying that they could pick up and go anywhere. Um, they kind of recently stated that a sale could happen quickly, possibly within the next three months. Speaking to Mark Hoke on a Mark Hoke show, Tony was asked about his interest in the sale process in which he said, I don't know exactly what will happen. Um, I've been told, and I think they've said publicly that there may be a sale process. If there is a sale process, certainly I'm interested in it and potentially being involved in it. We'll have to see what the process is and who exactly They'll let get involved in it. Certainly, I'm interested in it very much. There. Uh, wait, with reports with Vince McMahon looking to sell WWE, it was reported that Tony Khan and Shy were in the pool of potential suitors. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. best case scenario, Tony Khan by WWE. <laughs> Yeah, he let Triple H run creative for both AEW and WWE. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or let Paul run one and uh Triple H run the other. I would I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. At all. Uh, and Triple H? Paul, yeah, Triple H and Paul Heyman. Yes. Oh, Paul Heyman. <laughs> yeah. Thought you was thought you were splitting up Triple H. Oh, yeah, no, no. I want I want Heyman to be that's why I had to say it again. Like, yeah, Paul Heyman. <laughs> Yeah, but if they if he let both of them run it, yeah, I, I just see money. That 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 is the best case scenario. Oh, yeah. especially if they oh, what if he just throws in like, yeah, y'all both run it. Whoever does better gets a bonus, a million dollar bonus. <laughs> oh, they be like, man, yeah, I would do that. <laughs> ooh. And then we could see a tournament. Yeah. So I I am really I am really interested if that does happen. If he does it right, I would be happy. But I would also be interested if 
ABC gets it. If if ABC gets it, they are they're automatically on Fox. That's number one. But secondly, them having those type of writers and producers on their on their staff, just waiting to be at the helm, that that would be amazing. Yeah. Well, Freddie Prince Jr. could buy it. Hey. I was just about to say Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. Do you see anything else? Well, you mean with the paying buying of it, or just anything else in general? Actually, what do you think about possible buying? I could care less. I just need it to happen. You ready to be over with? See, you Ready are best to not keep his word. This nigga be running this company from his grave. <laughs> and they'll bring back the uh the the commissioner that spoke from the robot. <laughs> I mean from the computer. Oh <laughs> that'll be Vince from the grave. How you even bring that up? <laughs> Dark times, man. And by force ghost, so he's gonna force his way in as a ghost. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that could kill me. I'm still gonna be on the board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll have Bray Wyatt do some magical, mystical thing. Just for, yeah. yeah, just for <laughs> just for this to fire Bray right after. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the help, pal. You're fired. <laughs> You're fired. Oh man, <laughs> just go away. Just go away, old man. Right. Don't need you here no more. Yeah. Why don't you go to your home? Are you too good for your home? I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, hey, if there is nothing else, CT, did you see anything else about anything else? No. All right. So there we go. Another one in the books, people. Thank you for joining us today. Thank y'all for the 30 people that has been listening to us on um on YouTube that's been watching. I hope this has been very, very enjoyable to see our uh not so beautiful faces. Um yeah, but y'all been and y'all been staying. I've been seeing how long y'all been staying and shit. I didn't think y'all be staying that long. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Woo. Thank you, y'all thank the real ones. Yeah. But with that. Could y'all please hit a like too? Cause um, yeah, cause none of y'all done that. So <laughs> it helps the show. It, it helps get people. Uh, it helps us put our stuff in front of people. So please like or dislike. Honestly, if you don't like what we're doing, hit the dislike button. Like honestly, at least you don't we know how you feel. Why you don't like it? Yeah, and let us know. Let us know. You can say, Audie. It looks like your breath stink on camera. And I'd be like, okay, cool. I'll make sure that I brush it on screen for you so you so you know it's real. Um Bottle but, mouthwash on screen. Yeah, just mouthwash. <laughs> but if I did mouthwash, it'd be Jack. Thank you. So no. But um, <laughs> yeah, but write a comment, leave a like, subscribe. Thank you to the 40-something subscribers that has been um on here. Uh we got big things coming, of course. The three count will be the new name. CT said it at the beginning. Three count would be the new name. We're gonna be rolling after that. I've gotten I'm I'm getting things set up. Just know that. I'm not even gonna get into it all, but getting it set up. Um but if nobody tells you today that they love you, your boy Audie loves you. 
from the bottom of my heart, like down here. I think it's this low down here. Look, look how it beats for you. Look how it beats. That's who y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but if nobody said that you're awesome, we all think that you're awesome. You've yeah. been listening to this show. So yeah, we we know that you're awesome. You are in the in crowd. Not too many people get here. Um I would want you to know that pain is temporary. Time wounds all heal, as the great John Lennon would say. Time wounds all heals. That's what John Lennon says. <laughs> okay. instead, of time, instead of saying time heal all wounds, but time also does wound you, but all heals. Nothing lasts forever. So, yeah, nothing lasts forever. Every obstacle is just a lesson for you to learn so you can get over that to become the best you that you can be. So don't run away from it. Take it in. Enjoy it for as much as possible. Be a masochist for the moment. Get through it. And then you will be as great as you can be for that day. And then tomorrow, kill that shit again. Um, we want you to do what it is that you love doing. And that is watching. That is listening to this podcast. That is being a part of everything wrestling. Fight Forever has now turned his name to Wait Forever. And this is... <laughs> Ain't never playing that game. Man, I've been <laughs> waiting. Shoot, by the time I play this shit, my grandkids on a PS12. But yeah, but until next time, peace. We out. Peace. Uh...